welcome to the Evidence Informed Teaching Podcast. Are you a teacher wanting to improve your classroom practice and deliver excellent teaching through access to research? Do you have a passion for teaching and are looking to connect with other like-minded colleagues through professional discussions? The Charter College has partnered with TeacherTap to support teachers to deliver excellent teaching through access to research and we invite you to be part of this community. On this podcast you will hear from fellow teachers, research experts and you have the opportunity to be part of this professional discussion. You can find out more about the Charter College of Teaching and TeacherTap in the show notes and if you find this episode helpful why not share it with a teacher friend take a screenshot and post it on your social media or even better leave us a five-star written review Hi, welcome to today's episode. I'm really, really honoured to bring um, one of my colleagues to the podcast today. My colleague Charlie is with us and she's going to be talking about the role of the research champion. Today we're going to be discussing what the research champion is, how it can be a benefit to you and your school, all of the things around research champions. And in the next episode, we're going to hear from some of our teachers within um, our community and they're going to share their experience of being a research champion and how that has impacted their role and also their school but we're going to start with Charlie so Charlie welcome today I'd love for you to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your role at the Charter College. Thank you Sarah Jane I'm Charlie Merrick it's lovely to come and join you today I am the teacher development support officer in our accreditation department at the Charter College so um you might have come across me if you're enrolled on any of our charter courses and my main role is to support our candidates as they make their way through the different pathways to become um to become chartered um but before this I was a secondary school English teacher um I worked for seven years in the east end of London um in a secondary school and I taught across key stage three and key stage four and I just had a real passion for literature really is why I wanted to come and be an English teacher and while I was teaching my previous school I had responsibility for our more able learners um, in our department and I really loved working with young people in the classroom but also helping them I suppose to expand their cultural capital outside of the classroom as well um, and giving those experiences that I suppose speaks to the whole child which was something I really enjoyed But when I saw the opportunity here at the Charter College, um, I suppose it just really spoke to me. Um, So the college's mission to um, empower teachers and give you those tools to make you really effective teachers is something that I think I really value. Um, And it's hopefully something that you will see reflected in the Charter College of Teaching's research champion role, which I'm really excited to come in and discuss with Sarah Jane today. Thank you, Charlie. And um, let's dig into um, this research champion role. And um, perhaps you can explain to us um, what a research champion is, or better, who is a research <laughs> champion? Yeah, of course. So um, I suppose the Charter College, we really want to make sure that we're giving teachers you know, the, the tools, the research, the collaboration, and the, kind of the idea of promoting evidence-informed practice amongst as many people as possible in their teaching profession. And really, that's where this role of the research champion has come from. So we're hoping that our research champions are going to be able to, I suppose, bridge the gap between what we've got at the Charter College with the resources, with um, the content that we have, and making sure that that's really getting to the people on the ground and the people that need it. Um, so I suppose a research champion in, um, I suppose it's 
one form the research champion would be acting as a, a, a contact or a bridge between you, your setting, your school um, and us at the Charter College. And I suppose really helping you as a person for your professional development, but also your colleagues, um, your networks to be able to um, look at what we have to offer in terms of yeah, our resources, um, our content and really helping make sure it's, it's getting to those those groups of people. So, yeah, it's kind of giving you that opportunity to have um, enhance your own passion for uh, research, for evidence informed practice which will help your own professional growth hopefully and also the growth of your colleagues and, and the people in your networks too. So let's talk about who can be a Charter College of Teaching Research Champion. Do they have to be in a leadership role or is this something that is open to um, anyone who's a teacher? So really anyone who's got an interest or a passion we would love to have you on board um, so there's no strict eligibility requirements you don't have to be in a particular role um, as long as you're a charter college member you are very welcome to come and um, join us on the research champion team again you might be an individual member somebody who's um, joined for your own development and we'd love to have you you might also be somebody who has joined the college as part of a group membership so maybe your school has purchased that on your behalf when you want to act a little bit as as that kind of bridge or liaison between your school and um, um, and um, and the college um, so I suppose people that we've had already join us we've got middle leaders in there we've got senior leaders uh, people who hold responsibility for teacher development we've got uh, research champions who um, are in charge of research engagement in their school but we also have people who are, are kind of starting their careers too and really want to um, I suppose develop their own ideas of what evidence form practice are and, and use the resources we have in that way but again, this really can be something that works for you, works for your school, works for your context. So you might have a research champion in every year group, or you might have them across every key stage. Um, in your, If you're a trust, you might have one in every school. And that really works too. It's kind of a collaborative approach. So making sure that it's kind of getting to all levels of that organization, because um, that's something we think is really valuable um, in school, that everyone is involved and everyone kind of has a, a shared mission in that. But like I said, anyone with a passion, anyone with an interest, anyone who just wants to learn a little bit more, we would love to have you involved um, on the Research Champion team. And so really what we're looking for is someone who really wants to play like that pivotal role in fostering this culture of evidence-informed practice and this continuous professional development within their school. So really sort of championing that yeah, absolutely. That's it. That's exactly it. And, you know, you can really make of it exactly what you want. It could be a really small thing where you're just sending out a little bit of maybe some um, articles every week. It might be a really big thing where it's really worked into your CPD provision. So however you want to do this, we are here to support you every step. Let's talk about um, sort of like the benefits. So if someone's listening to this and thinking I'm really passionate about evidence and bringing that into my school, what are the benefits um, for the research champions? So we're thinking that in a school context, that using evidence informed practice is a really, really important thing to make sure that I suppose the best teaching practices are used and that ultimately it will have the best benefits it can be on the pupils that we're teaching. Um, so we're thinking that if, if a research champion has come in, um, it's really using research to inform school practice at every level. So thinking about evidence informed decision making and creating that culture is something that we think is really important. So I suppose a school can be kind of engaged in research in two ways. You've got um, someone who's actively engaged um, with research. So someone who might be sharing those resources, um, reading, exploring in that sense. Or you might have a school that's actively engaged in research, so actually, actually conducting it themselves. And we think 
both of those things are really, really important for, I suppose, promoting a culture of learning, putting the idea of um, professional development first and foremost as a way to, to really enhance um, teaching methods, leadership, uh, leadership practices, decision making and professional development. So all of those things together, we think are really important um, for a school and, and um, for the staff and for the students who are working there. Having said that, there is no one size fits all that every school is going to be different um, and it's really going to depend on you your context and how that happens so how you're going to implement that is really going to vary from the context and the settings that you're in but we're obviously here to try and help you uh, and give you those tools give you that knowledge give you the support um, that we can and um, just to really make a positive impact on on students before we sort of talk on to um, and dig into some of the um, support that that we as a team at the college are um, going to give to support the research champions. I know, um, and you know this yourself, having been a teacher, we know how busy the work code is for teachers. So if someone's thinking, this sounds really, really great, but I don't feel like I'm going to have the time to do it. Mm -hmm. What would you say to that? I think I'll touch on this a little bit later as well. We start to talk a little bit more about the resources, but we are really there to, to support you. We don't, um, obviously it'd be fantastic if you've got all that time to go and, and find this research yourself, but really at the most basic level, we've got um, our resources we can share with you and you might be just kind of pinging off an email, go and have a look at this. On a really, really in-depth level, you might be coming in and you know having things like journal clubs, looking at some of the um, courses that we have. This really is something that you'll be able to take um, and, and do with what you will, to be honest. We don't want you to feel like it's something that's added on. It's something that should be, I suppose, speaking to the work and aligning with the priorities that you already have. So yeah, please don't feel like this is going to be a huge onerous task. We, we want to come and help you and support you to do it rather than it being something tagged on to the end of the day that becomes a, a really horrible task. You spoke um, briefly about the support. Let's mm -hmm. have a, a conversation around what support and how are we helping teachers um, with the role of the research champion? Yeah, absolutely. So I suppose the most important bit of support from us is going to be our research champion toolkit. Um, you'll be able to find that on the research hub on my college. And the toolkit, I, I think I've already said this idea of something not being one size fits all. And that's what the toolkit is there to be. So we've come up with a, um, a three phase approach to research engagement. And we've really divided the toolkit into uh, into these three phases. So what I mean by that is you might be at a starting out phase where you haven't um, haven't really done very much research engagement before a deepening phase and an embedding phase. So at the starting out phase, you'll be somebody who might be just trying to raise awareness. You might be someone who's just um, spotlighting onto particular bits of research or really starting that journey of research engagement. And we've got lots of resources, hints and tips um, to help you out at that starting out phase. You might be a school that's a little bit further on than that, so more of a deepening where you, you know where the research is, you know um, what to look for, but you're not quite sure what to do with it yet. Um, so the deepening phase is, I suppose, applying those research findings to your classroom it's um kind of having a deeper understanding of what evidence-informed practice is and how we can start to implement that and that last phase the embedding phase is probably going to be the one that's most tailored to your school and will be very different in the context that you have and it's really at that point of we know what the research is we've embedded it in their classroom but how do we make sure that that continues over time how do we make sure that this culture continues even if uh, we've got a change of leadership even if we've got somebody who's left after a few years how do we make sure that culture still happens and for that idea of something that's long lasting or a deep impact and for something like that it's it's making sure that evidence informed practice is at every level of that organization it's not 
just in a silo in one department it's got to be shared across all those levels so again that really is something that is going to be incredibly tailored and very specific to your context but what we've tried to do with the toolkit is give you some hints and tips some practical resources things that you can kind of take away and quickly use um, so two of the resources i would really point you into would be the initial self-evaluation so that's to help you understand where you think you and your, your school currently are. And we've got an action plan as well. So something you can try and help you to move from one phase to the other or start to, um, I suppose, really embed to make sure you are fully in that phase rather than just at the beginning of it. So I think that's really the, the main bit of support that I would I would direct people to. The other thing that we have, which is very specific to February, um, is we have got a um, introductory sessions. We've got two introductory sessions which we're running um sorry, on the 12th of March. So if you sign up as a research champion in February, we'd love to have you uh, have you come along. Um, so in those sessions, and you can opt into either, um, so completely optional, um, but you'd be able to come along, meet a member of the research champion team. You'll see other research champions there, and it will, again, give you an overview of the role and give you some practical, like quick, quick wins, quick takeaways to help you understand, well, what is the Charter College? What resources have we got? And how can we share it with... Um, with people in school or with your networks. So it's quite a nice way to kind of think about your own knowledge of the Charter College and how we can help to, to help you in school too. So very welcome to come along to either of those sessions. I suppose the last thing would be our termly communications. So we've got one coming out um, this term, um, but each term we'll be sending you out a newsletter and in that newsletter it will have really spotlighted things that you can share, some quick things that you can share with your colleagues. So there'll be things like um, upcoming events, research opportunities, particular bits of research that we think are really pertinent. Um, and again, there's gonna be lots and lots of resources and all those different things. So pick and choose the ones that really work for you and work for your context. Um, but hopefully all of those things will be able to support you as you, um, as you come and join. Wow, thank you, Charlie. And it sounds like there's a, a huge range of resources like um, emails and newsletters heading everyone's way who is um, who decides to um, apply to be a research champion. So let's talk about how people can apply um, to become a research champion if they've been listening to this and they're thinking this sounds like a really great idea. I want to be involved. I think my school is going to really benefit from this. Um, tell us how they can apply. Absolutely. So um, I think we'll be linking in the description down below after this, but there is a research champion page. So you'll be able to find out lots more about the role on there. You'll find our detailed role description, which um, is a really great thing. If you're not quite sure what you're, uh, whether or not you want to join, that'd be something I'd point you out to. Um, yeah, so the Research Champion webpage and on there, there'll be a registration form. So all you need to do is click into there, fill the form out and you'll be on our team. And we would love to have you involved. And I think it is also important to note, obviously, um, people listening to the podcast might not be members of the Charter College of Teaching. You do need to be a member to be a research champion. Is that right? Absolutely. Yes. So we really want our members to be the ones who are, I suppose, going out and championing this cause for us. And yes, you need to be a member to be able to access a lot of the resources, the toolkit. Yeah, absolutely. And Charlie referenced um, an area within the membership called My College. And we'll also link in um, the different types of membership that are on offer um, with the Charter College of Teaching, depending on the role that you have within your school and organisation. So 
Thank you so much, Charlie, for sharing that information with us. We've got lots of exciting times ahead with the um, Research Champion um, rollout to the wider member community and um, these amazing webinars coming up and all of the research and the toolkits that you put together. So thank you for that. Thank you for sharing that with us. And um, as we said, we will link um, all of the resources, how you can get started, how you can apply to be a Research Champion. And of course, um, we'll pop an email in the um, description as well so if you have any further questions then you can contact us through that so thank you so much for your time today thank you so much for having me thank you